Blog Talk Radio. Dreams aboard this power list like a circus shorted. Shorted button up your jacket before you try to sport it. It's cold outside, protect your chest from unforgiving weather. I find your raw hide, chapter 10, like pig leather. Now it's better, knowing better, a mental slavery debtor. Got a vendetta for culture robbers and wool sweaters. For me, eugenics is these engineering and the prison sentence. A church in Mosul with temple to face your God's penance. I'm penniless, living in the pit of poverty, pimping is. Not the perm, that Cadillac pushing prints of the pinky kiss. True pimping is corporations from multi-nations who form monopolies Distort your situation. The media's the medium, the magic on the screen. Control your emotions, tell you when to laugh and when to scream. When to cry, when to be angry, when to bring hatred on the scene. You know what I mean? Careful contemplation, what I see, my body and my brain. So thinking outside the box, so where's the badge of the same? Donald Sterling proclaimed he don't want the jigaboos of this game. Can these finest slaves carry on like everything is okay? We got men in skirts and dresses, most rappers get to address it, cause they want a two of Mac, but more where the button I press it. Oppressive, the system flexes its muscles until you check it. Organize your spiritual weaponry, now wreck it. I'm back from just the eons to chastise these peons who damage the earth for reasons. The senses for this season. Has come for the gods to return and wait with children to learn. Repent or get burned. This is the ancient man's turn to reclaim what he earned. He created with his sperm, his seed, his germ. Implemented into the great mother, none other. I ain't move propaganda, take lies, banter with slander. Cops cocking glock hammers, handcuffing, reading Mirandas. Claiming it right when the play South Paul trying to jam you. Physicians just pill pushes, lawyers just crooks trying to scam you. Schools are holding cells, better yet new age plantations. Teaching kids to worship the flag of corporations of devastation. Chris Cologne was worse than Al Capone. Get it home by sitting at home. I hope this opus penetrates your dome. To at the mouth, your phone attacking the lies they own. Over, I hope you listen and your Tyler Perry clone. The have not still have not sucker, but what we have got is a bunch Bunch of sad plots played out for some crumb drops. Couple houses, couple cars, some sperm shots. Yeah, your soul long gone, but your pockets got much fatter. Louisville slugger batter for the chatter. I'm out.
Whether you suffer from pain in your back to aches in your knees, come on down and purchase you some ancestral tea to get rid of all the parasites, toxins, and fleas. Spiritual elevation for cosmic gravitation. So put away the patience, because there's no time to be wasted.
step outside of your circle, step outside of your box. And then you will go from a child to an adult. And you can then say, baby, I'm grown. Baby, I'm grown. Baby, I'm Peace, peace, and we're back. We made it back one more again for another episode of Masters of the Cosmos Radio, and we're live and direct right here on First World Order Radio Radio. This brother Jamal. And today's date is September 28th, 2017. So we're glad to be back here on First World Order Radio. want to send a shout out to the founders of this platform, Dr. Eileen L. Bay, Princess Kadira L. Bay. As always, we give thanks for them allowing and opening up their platform for others of us to get down on here and do our thing and, you know, hopefully edify the listeners with a little bit of knowledge, sometimes some inspiration, sometimes some challenges, you know, challenging you to do different things. It's all about you furthering your own self-mastery, which is the order of the day, order of the eon. So we always are grateful to have this opportunity to express ourselves. And we never take lightly, platform is, this is a mass media platform. Whenever you can get on blog talk or YouTube or whatever um, modality you use, you have just now entered the world of mass media. And that's a very powerful thing. That's why um, it was so game-changing when the Gutenberg Press was invented because books could be what would be considered mass produced at that time in the 15th century. You know, they could they could be mass produced. That was a form of mass media. And whenever you have a mass media platform, you can reach out. There are people who listen, you know, in the United States, in Africa, in in Europe, in Asia. You don't know who's out there who just might by happen well we're not there's no such thing as happenstance in the cosmos, so we're only gonna misnomer that who by divine intuition just so happen on a particular night or a particular day, whatever they get access to come across this information. 
that's a very powerful thing. And who knows who that person may be. That person at whatever given time who stumbles across uh, divinely inspired information might just be the spark that is necessary to set it off. So woe be unto those who have the ability uh, and who have been afforded the opportunity to posture as teachers and as um, figures of inspiration, if I dare say. Woe be unto them if they do not take it seriously and do not treat it with the care and the sincerity that is necessary. That said, I appreciate everybody listening in live and who go and listen to the podcast and who go and look at, you know, and listen to the broadcast on on YouTube so forth. Because we are building a new world, a new reality. Shout out to Brother Krishna who just um, gave an excellent um explanation of the greater as in um, building a new reality outside of this illusion that has been given to us as reality. What we're doing right now at this very moment as we gather is we are literally building a new world. no matter how insignificant you may think you are. That is what makes you so significant because it is out of the ill repute, the feces, the shit, the forgotten about, the ignored, the overlooked is where Christ comes. And I'm not talking about a dude with long, stringy hair. I'm talking about the real Christ, as in the fire comes out of the most inconspicuous places. So do not take lightly the fact that you have chosen to, on a Thursday evening, to enlighten yourself. That said, um, I want to encourage everybody to go over and patronize DrEileenLBay.com because we need to make sure that those who provide platforms for us to eat on a spiritual level are able to keep providing that platform. So we know there's certain things we got to do to, you know, just to survive in this matrix. So um, as my cousin would say, even swap, no swindle. It's uh, great for everyone when we support those who are supporting us. So 
I encourage you to go to DrEileenLBay.com and just take you some time out of your day and look through all of this multitude of things they have on there for your physical and spiritual edification. Now, um, oh, y'all going to have to bear with me. We're going to hear some noise because I got a printout. I had to, I had to make some notes for the night because there's too much um, for me to be trying to freestyle this. Because uh, this is a, uh, we're gonna we're gonna get down tonight. We're gonna do some some decoding tonight, and it's gonna be old school style. Uh, we're going to channel some Phil Valentine and Bobby Hemmett and uh, Steve Coakley tonight. Okay. I'm trying to print out my notes. Everything complicated. I got to give you 15 different messages for you just to print out something. Try to force you to buy a cartridge. I got black ink. And they won't let me just print my stuff in black. Oh, you got to buy the color ink. Okay. Well, I might just have to just read them off the computer. I hate that. Let's try it one more time. While I'm uh, getting this printed out, trying to... Just want to remind everybody, got a new class coming up. On October 13th, and it's uh, Dream Decoding. We're going to try and see if it prints. If it don't, then we ain't going to worry about it. Let me pull up the website. You go to mastersofthecosmos.com. I never um, mention these classes early. It's always last minute, but this time I said, okay, I'm going to try to Act like I got a like I'm a adult. So this class is October 13th, and it's Dream Decoding 101. A lot of people ask about dreams and things, and so instead of just getting it, your dream decoded, how about we learn some different little mechanisms to read symbols? Oh shit! Hell with it to read symbols and decode your own dreams. So um, this is going to be an excellent class because we're going to, like I say, going to get into the language of symbology and understand what is a dream actually, what function does a dream serve? So um, if you've ever been wondering about your crazy-ass dreams and you know, you eating bluebell ice cream floating on a rainbow, 
things of that nature, then this is your chance to um, indulge. And it's got to be a small class. Can't do no more than 10 people because each person doing the class is going to share a dream and everybody's going to sit and we're going to um, privately decode it and then everybody's going to submit what they got out of the dream to me so we don't tank the experiment and just going to see how, how different people view it. Then we're going to talk about symbols, how they unfold, and how to activate your left and right brain to break down the symbols in the dreams. Whenever you can combine your left and right brain, that's the definition of being a genius, when you can use both in tandem. So October 13th, you can go to mastersofthecosmos.com and go ahead and reserve your spot, your virtual seat in the class so you can be one in the number. And interesting about the number 10 because we're going to deal with that tonight. Our topic is the hidden symbolism behind Colin Kaepernick, Rise of the New Code Breakers. The hidden symbolism behind Colin Kaepernick, Rise of the New Code Breakers. Now, um, oh, one more thing. You can go over to my YouTube channel, The Gnosis, subscribe. I'm about to get back on my horse start putting up some more videos. But tonight, like I said earlier, we start out by paying homage to some cold code breakers. And not saying that these are the only code breakers, but I want to, again, mention these three names. Steve Coakley, Phil Valentine, and Bobby Hennig. Now, what was so special about these cats? Brother Coakley is no longer with us, transition. Phil Valentine is still with us, but he doesn't do a whole lot of speaking anymore. Bobby Hemmett is still with us, but we don't hear from him. was unique about all of these these three people was that they not only evaluated information, but they could take information and look at current events and they could apply them in a way that required a lot of critical thinking from that left brain but also a lot of creativity. But see, your left brain can analyze the data and get down, you know, and pull the, you know, compare and juggle all that hard data. But then your, the creative side of your brain can then go on and see things that are not directly stated in the data or in the historical references, so forth. And that is where the true mastery is. These code breakers were and are able to piece things together and see 
what is not actually there and read between the lines to see the black ink in the white. Tonight, we pay homage to these code breakers by going into something that is very current in the news cycle, current in social media, and evaluating it with our analytical minds, our metaphysical slash occult minds, and really getting down to the essence of what is really going on. When my dear father was alive in this reality or illusion, one of his favorite words was facade. He would always talk about how so many people were fake and, you know, and just the whole world was a facade. Everything's a facade. And if you go and look at an old Cowboys, you know, old Western movie, you see these um, Cowboys ride into this, you know, these towns like Dodge City or Kansas City or whatever, and they would have these structures that had these um, uh, extravagant elevations in, in, in architecture. They call this an elevation, you know, like the front of something. The front of your house is called the elevation. So these structures would have these elaborate-looking elevations or the face on the structure. But behind it, there was nothing comparable to the face. There might be some shack sitting behind this elaborate uh, structure that you see when you walk up to the building. That's also called a facade, as in the face, as in something that is Appearing as real, but it really ain't. Keep that in mind as we go into this discussion about Colin Kaepernick. And I got to backtrack. I'm going to have to move fast because this is a lot of, sh- a lot of shit, but I'm going to try to move fast. But still, I want you to see how all this stuff is interwoven. So for those who got short patience, I'm going to give you the shit right up front, and then this for the people on YouTube or whatever. You know, if you ain't got enough patience to get all the details, you can get it just right here quick in the first few minutes, and you can log off and go to wherever else. But for, for the scientists who like to see the shit laid all out and how it all connects, you just stick around. Because we're going to, like I said, we're going to do some code breaking. We have said 7 million times plus one that this year adds up to the number 10, which then adds up to the number one. We have, again, 7 million times plus one have referenced the book of Revelations. And I'll do it again. So here's the thing. Every conversation ties into the last one because truth really ain't nothing new. It's just we take different angles 
to examine the same truth. Truth is not trendy. Truth is not uh, what's happening or what's what's popular right now. Truth just is. So that's why I can stand firm and in every facet that you examine something, you're going to find the same truth. Once you find the truth, it, it stands firm, all right? Revelations 20 and 2. We'll start at 1. Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven, holding the key of the abyss and a great chain in his hand, and he laid hold of the great dragon, that serpent of old who was the devil, and Satan, and bound him for a thousand years. Thousand breaks down to the number one, just like the year 2017 breaks down to the number one. Now, I got to send a shout-out to some of my folk before I go any further. Make sure I don't forget nobody. Brother Marlon Young, check, email me, talking about this Colin Kaepernick thing. And the brother was all on top of it. He said, this shit is a rich. He said, the, um, I, uh, the term for kneeling is called genuflection, I think. Let me let me let me look it up real quick. Just to make sure I ain't giving the wrong. But I had looked this up earlier. Which no, that's not the type of language I normally use. I just call it kneeling. But I wanna find the actual it was genuine. Thank you, Jimmy. Yeah. Lower one's body briefly by bending one knee to the ground. Typically, listen to the end, typically in worship or as a sign of respect. Keep that in mind as we move forward. Keep that in mind. Okay. So shout out to that brother. Shout out to Sister Kai. She told me about a Star Trek Next Generation episode. This is how the spirit be working. People be texting me stuff, and they don't know what the hell I'm already thinking or nothing. All this shit be tying in. So she sent me an episode about Star Trek Generation, uh, about this this episode about the boards, you know, the the created uh, entities or what we, we could say is mankind. Then... The Houston Connect, you got Gino and Krishna hit me up about some movie named called It. Now, all the shit, I'm, all these people, all the stuff they told me, all this shit going to tie in tonight. Sister Tamika, she texts me about Hugh Hefner croaking today. That shit ties in to what we're going to talk about tonight. The brother Tub just a, just a, not maybe not an hour ago texted me about Black Panther, the comic book. That's gonna tie in to what we're gonna talk about tonight. All of this shit is connected, and it all is connected with Colin Kaepernick. Believe it or not. Uh. 
So let's see here. Where do I want to start? Hold on. Somebody. Okay, we're going to. I'm going to break protocol. We're going to take this real quick. Let's see. It's one of the 713. You open 713. Okay, maybe they hit it by accident. Okay. All right, here we go. The movie It, let's start with that. Check this shit out. I, I ain't seen the movie. All I've seen, they done sent me trailers and shit, and, and they done sent me the um, the background or whatever they call that on the movie. The description. Now, it's a horror movie by Stephen King. Understand, Stephen King is no joke. Stephen King, I don't want to call him a master, but he ain't no joke as far as these people, uh, J.J. Abrams, People like this, Stephen King, George Lucas, um, Steven Spielberg. These are, well, we have to say they're master occultists. You know, I'm going to say they're master because they have a way that they have been able to study this information and put them into, they've been able to create their own mythologies out of their studies and to try to insert themselves as the center of these mythologies. So you got to at least give them credit for their knowledge of vast knowledge. And when I tell you how deep this it shit is, you're going to see what I'm saying. These boys ain't playing. Now, we know it's all futile, but, I mean, I still respect the fact these motherfuckers, they study their shit. It first um, a people was uh, first came out in the year 1990. So this this version is this is a I forgot the actual term. It's a remake of the 1990 movie. Now they even say in the uh, I don't know what they call this word the anthology when they talk about the when they get a description of the movie. I'm just going to use the word I know. They talk about how this move, this this character, the main monster or nemesis in the movie comes around every 27 years. So the movie first comes out in 1990, and here we are 27 years later, and we know 27 is the is the nine, which is the cycle. So it makes a cycle. It cycles back around. In 2017. Now, what's interesting about that is that whatever number, when you do true math, whatever number you arrive at, when you add nine to it, you come back to the same number. So we know 27 really is the number nine. So you take 1990, add nine to it, and you come back to the same number. Because 1990 is 1 plus 9, which is 10, 
And 10 plus 9, which is 19, adds up to 10 again, which is 1. So they cycle back around. And what year are we at in 2017? One. Now listen to this. This 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 is this is how to use your creative mind and your analytical mind. Listen to the name of the character, Penny Wise. How much is a penny worth? One cent. One. One. And the last part is wise. He's the wise one. So see, wisdom now has been portrayed to you as this evil, demonic, and we use demonic in a connotative sense because we know what you know demonic really means. But in a connotative sense, evil is presented to you as wisdom. So subconsciously, it is to plant a seed that wisdom is to be feared. Because wisdom should be if you are the, the progenitor of fake reality, illusion, something that is false. So if you are something that subscribes to falsehood, then wisdom, which is truth, would be your monster. They tell you right there with, with the movie. You ain't even got to watch it to pick up on it. Now, this is how this is how uh, divine intuition works. I go to Gerald Massey's the great Gerald Massey's book of the beginnings, and uh, I've got the one. There's several versions. I got the one with the John Henry Clark introduction, and I was looking for something on Set as being the ass-headed deity. You know, I know Set is the ass-headed deity, but I wanted to find it for evidence for, you know, when I bring it up, that I always like to have, you know, something to back up what I say. So I'm looking through the book for that, and let me tell you what I stumble across. Wasn't even looking for this shit. This is how it works. Let me read this for you. This is the Book of the Beginnings, Volume 1, page 138 in this version. It says, The hand or fist is found as kept and kept. Kept has a worn down form in it. What, it, what he's saying when he says worn down, he means that a derivative of the commission word kept, which is K-H-E-P-T or K-E-P, which is the root of kepra, the dung beetle, the scarab. He's saying a derivative of that is the, the word it. And it says to and it means to figure, paint, portray with the hand of the artist for de, uh, determinative. This it corresponds to the Hebrew jad, spelled J-A-D, the Akkadian it, and the Assyrian idu. Now the jad stands for, listen to this, the number 10. I hope y'all getting as excited as I am about this shit. You got to just 
understand what I'm saying. I was not looking for this. These niggas send me this thing about this movie, It. Now, mind you, I ain't got no cable, so I, you know, I ain't seen no commercials. I ain't heard nothing about this thing till they send it to me. I'm not even, I'm like, that's cool. You know, I'm like, damn, you know, dude got a big-ass forehead. You know, but I am I was already on the hunt for something else because I was working on building the curriculum for one of my classes on the website. And as I'm looking, I stumble across this. Can you imagine how I'm tripping out? Okay. It says again, now the JAD, which is the same as it, stands for number 10. That is... For two hands, the fist is the sign of the hand doubled, therefore of two hands. Thus kept and kepti is the dual form of kept, and kept wears down to jad for number 10. Now, I want you to understand this. What's so significant about this? When you see in the Muslim who has the hands supinated. Supinated means the hands are up towards, you know, turned up towards the, the heavens, so to speak. There are two hands. Those two hands represent ten fingers. When you see the Christian putting the hands together, it is the same as the Muslim putting the hands up towards the sky. Because those two hands are representing the Ida and the Pingala coming together, the masculine and the feminine coming together. In Gnosticism, the heroes gamos, divine masculine, divine feminine coming together in unison where thus Christ will exist. The ten as in this year, which is one, is about becoming whole. It is So part of becoming whole is that the masculine and feminine aspects of your own nature, whether you are a man or a woman, coming together. And whenever something comes together, something that has been pulled apart, when it rapidly comes together, what do you have? a very violent collision. And where there's a violent collision, there is energy released. And that energy released is calamitous or monstrous. Thus, Pennywise. So, I'm going to go out here and take scholastic liberty to say that these boys Stephen King, when he wrote this shit, he is aware. That, you got to think how much time people like that have on their hands to study shit that we imagine, to travel around the world, visit museums, read papyri, buy the papyri and have them in their own private collection. And this is why Gerald Massey was persona non grata most people talk about, you know, you heard Bobby Hammond and John Henry Clark talk about because he went and uh, courageously reported that ancient Egypt was black. Everything was 
But let me tell you something else why he was hated. And this is why you want to get this book, both volumes, because he was a cold-blooded linguist. He showed how language connected, all this shit connected. Even you hear me talking about Indo-European language. Well, Indo-European language still comes from an even greater source, ancient Comitian language or symbolic writing or meduneta. That is what he did. So some of the words I found searching through the Indo-European route going back to Sanskrit, they line right up with his breakdown of commission uh, linguistics. So they always wanted to evaluate different tongues of different cultures and make it like none of this shit had nothing in common. Because if you could find a commonality between different tongues, you can break all of the fucking secrets. I'm going to posit that they have the same access to what I just read you. And when they call this movie It, they are referring to the number 10, also to the number one. Look, they named the main villain Pennywise, the wise one. Now, to the sister, Tamika, who asked me about Hugh Hefner, she said, is there any significance about that? Oh, my dear, yes, it is. Because how old was Hugh Hefner when he croaked? 91 years old. Now, what does Hugh Hefner represent? He is somebody who's not a playboy, who is posturing as a playboy. He is Aldabaoth, the blind deity, posturing as a supreme deity or the supreme god force when actuality he's just a carbon copy. So with him being 91 years old, he represents this Aldabaoth energy which is dying or actually dead. And guess what? What kept Hugh Hefner alive all this time? He kept them young girls around him, and they were batteries. He was feeding on the feminine energy. Ain't that what Aldabaoth is doing? Because the feminine energy correlates to your soul. Aldabaoth has to feed on the energy of your soul being bogged down and compressed and staying forced down into the world of matter. So all this stuff connects. Now, his name is Hugh. Now we go back to Gerald Massey. Same page, 138, Book of the Beginning, Volume 1. But Tim, T-E-M, means to cut, divide, make separate, and relates to division of land. The Tim was also a district, a village, a fort, a community, and a total, as in the English team. So the Greek Timno signifies to cut, and for the people 
represents the Egyptian Timu, the people created persons, mankind. Now, we know that Timu also corresponds to the word Tamahu. So not Hue, H-U-E as in color, but Who, H-U, denotes created man, mankind. This character who just passed was named Hugh. Oh, I, I made that too complicated. Let's focus on the Hugh, H-U, instead of the Hugh, H-U-E. Hugh Hefner, as in Tamahu, Tamahu. Now, the Sister Kai sent me this thing about this Star Trek, the Next Generation episode. And guess one of the names of the characters of the Borgs? His name is Hugh. Ain't that a bitch? See how all this stuff connects? And Hugh is this Borg who they end up saying they should have destroyed him when they had a chance, but they didn't. And then these Borgs, I'm giving you the Reader's Digest version. These Borgs start to take on human qualities by a chip that was put in them. And they start to think that they are actually real and mount up forces against the humans. And we all know that connects with the whole Tamahu story. These created entities who, these thought forms who assume themselves to be real. All this shit is connected to Colin Kaepernick. Do not think for one second that I am not on topic. I am dead on this shit. All connects with the number 10. Now, I got to keep moving. I can stay on, but we got to keep moving. Today, I'm at work. Again, spirit moving. They cut through regular broadcasts of because them fools love to watch Price is Right in the break room. Be hollering at the screen at the screen and shit. You know, this one woman, when somebody wins, she'd be like, act the fool, act the fool. Come on, act the fool. That's how this, I put my headphones on and put on some YouTube, you know. But either way, today they cut across Price is Right. And they go to Capitol Hill. Now, listen to the word, capital. C-A-P is the root, cap. Whenever you hear cap, it denotes the head. Are y'all with me? They are, had this huge ritual where this congressman named Scott Scalis, you need to go, if you ain't heard about this, you need to go and Google this. Scott, C. Uh, S-C-O-T-T, last name Scalis, S-C-A-L-I-S-E. Scott Scalis comes walking into the chambers or the chamber, the main chamber, wherever these, these people meet at, hobbling on a, I think he's either on a walker or a cane, hobbling into the session. And this is uh, Roarus applause. Everybody's on their feet and hollering and screaming. Now, if you remember, 
right before the summer solstice, there was supposedly a shooting uh, somewhere in Washington or somewhere in Virginia, somewhere up there in that area. And it was supposed to be this uh, mainly GOP, uh, as in Republican, baseball or softball team. And some random person comes up and just shoots everybody on the baseball field. Now, first thing clicked in my head today was I need to see where he supposedly got shot. All right, I'm going to show you. If you think I'd be bullshit when I say all this shit is a ritual, then let's see if you say that after I read this. He was shot in his hip. You go and look it up on Google and you read the shit. He was shot in his hip. Now, I'm going to go, if I can remember, if I can't, then I can always go and look this up on the Internet. I'm going to go to Genesis chapter 32, verse 24. Now, remember, this dude, Scott Scalas, comes walking into the main chambers of Capitol Hill. Capitol, Cap. All right? Listen, Genesis thirty-two twenty-four. Then Jacob was left alone. And a man wrestled with him until daybreak. When he saw that he had not prevailed against him, he touched the socket of his thigh. That's the hip. So the socket of Jacob's thigh was dislocated while he wrestled with him. Then he said, let me go for the dawn is breaking. But he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, what is your name? And he said, Jacob. He said, your name shall no longer be Jacob, but Israel. For you have striven with God and with men and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked him and said, Please tell me your name. But he said, Why is it that you ask my name? And he blessed him there. So Jacob named the place Peniel, as in pineal gland. This ritual happens on Capitol Hill. If you ever look at the Capitol building, it is shaped like the pineal gland, the rounded roof. So Scott Scalas was nominated to participate in this Christ ritual. Now, he said, let me find, because I typed, I, I, I copied that down, and I'm jumping ahead of myself, but that's all right. He said during his speech, listen to this, quote, I'm definitely a living example that miracles really do happen, end quote. Is that not a Christ statement? Listen again. Quote, I am definitely a living example that miracles really do happen, end quote. All right, let's keep moving. Let me lay out some more evidence. Kanika Jenkins, we're going back to that. Where was she supposedly killed at? Crown Plaza, and she was left in the freezer. Now I want to. I'm, a, I'm just going to summarize real quick. Listen to how the ritual goes. 
in their crown, which is Capitol Hill, they show that they are risen. The Savior is risen. For the melanated crown, Kanika means Kaniko, as in honey. They need to show that the honey is frozen in those who possess it. Honey is also melis, melusine, melanin, frozen. She's in the freezer. Okay? All this ties in again, ladies and gentlemen, to Colin Kaepernick. What does everybody call Colin? Cap, 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 cap this, cap that, right? All right, so we go to the Strongs and Quarters and look up what is equivalent to Kaepernick in the Bible. In the New Testament, we find the word Capernaum. I guess how Capernaum is spelled. K, uh, well, its Greek rendering is spelled K-A-P-R-N-A-O-U-M. Caper, cap, head, n, and om. A-U-U-M spells om. His name is Kaepernick. Okay. Then Capernaum transitions to chondratus, another Greek word. And guess what chondratus means? Penny, small Roman coin. Uh-oh. I think I'll take a sip. Oh, shit. I think the nigga's on to something. Chondratus which comes from Capernaum, means Penny. What was the name of the villain in the It movie, Pennywise? Oh, shit. Now, Chondratus transitions to Luites. Luites is the Greek version of Levite. Okay? Now, the Levites... When you look up the word Levite in Hebrew, though, Levite means, let me find it in my notes. Let me find it. Levite. Uh, I wrote that down. Uh, it means, where is that? Where did I write that shit? It means to attach to. Uh, here we go. The the word, the Hebrew word for Le, for uh, Levi is Tawa, and Tawa means to accompany, to borrow, to be joined, cleave. So, how this thing plays out? They're attempting to steal your soul. All right. Levi means borrow, accompany. What accompanies you? What is your neighbor? Your neighbor, the word neighbor comes from the root. Uh, well, the, the root meaning is near. So what is near you is your soul. The Quran says that Allah is as close to you as your juggler vein. Same thing, talking about your soul. So by this ritual is to freeze the fire and the power of your soul, its illumination in your mind, and for them to try to tap in 
subdue it and attain your soul, which is, you know, an attempt at a doorway for them. That's the ritual. The ritual with Kaepernick first sitting and then Kaepernick kneeling, that represents decapitation. Kaepernick sitting and then Kaepernick kneeling represented decapitation. He was coached to do this. This whole thing is a part of everything I've talked about. The Super Bowl ritual uh, for this year, 2016, all this shit is connected. So let me, let's continue. Let me lay out my evidence for you. Here's a book called Signs and Symbols and Christian Art. Let me just um, read what they say about the head. The head as the uppermost and chief part of the body is sometimes used to represent the whole man. It also represents the seed of life and being the chief member of the body has rule and control over all of the other members. Thus, Christ is the spiritual head of his church not only in eminence and influence, but in that he communicates life and strength to every believer. And, you know, you read through all that godly group bullshit about believer and he and all that shit. Understand, but what it's talking about is the head. What the head symbolizes, the main body, the main structure. So they chose this cat to represent decapitation of a whole cosmic group of people. Now understand this. The head also represents the number 10. Because again, what is housed in the head? The brain is housed in the head. And the brain is the physical structure that when properly utilized, opens up to the mind. The brain is physical, the mind is not. So the brain, by learning to use both sides, the left and right hemispheres, masculine and feminine, linear, circular, each represents the number five. Those two fives put together represent the number 10, which is one, which is whole. Shameless plug right here. If you get my book, The Lies Behind the Ties, that's a main thing what it's breaking down. It's not about just sitting here talking about preachers be lying, they ain't about shit, and somebody stole money from my mom. No, it's a metaphysical book, and it's going to explain the real meaning of the tithes. And I just now gave it to you. It's talking about the mind, the number 10. Now, Matthews. 413. You can find my book at mastersofthecosmos.com. Just click on books. But um, Matthews 4 and 13. Let's start at 12. This, 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 the heading of this section is Jesus begins his ministry. Now when Jesus heard that John had been taken into custody, he withdrew into Galilee. And leaving Nazareth, he came and settled in Capernaum which is by the sea in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali. Now, Naphtali, we've already broke down. Capernaum is talking about the head. So this is saying he, this is him rising up, kundalini rising. 
But don't Naphtali sound familiar? Especially to you brothers who own the square. Don't Naphtali sound familiar? I think I done heard that mentioned somewhere else. Let me go to, I think it may have been First Kings. Somewhere around the seventh chapter. Oh, here you go. First Kings, seventh chapter, 13th verse. Now King Solomon sent and brought Hiram from Tyre. He was a widow's son from the tribe of Naphtali. And his father was a man of Tyre, a worker in bronze. And he was filled with wisdom and understanding and skill for doing any work in bronze. So he came to King Solomon and performed all his work. The master builder. So we see the connection here, right, between Capernaum and Naphtali. Naphtali connects with wisdom. We're talking about the mind, ladies and gentlemen. 2016 kicks off with Super Bowl 50, the ritual in San Francisco, where Cam, as in Kemet, Camite, who wears what number? Number one was sacrificed. Also in that game, revenge was taken on the Black Panther, Brother Tug. I'm telling you, I had all this shit already. It's just, it's just synchronicity. Brother sends me a Black Panther uh, comic book. Or the picture of one. So we see the Black Panther was slaughtered in, in, in uh, Super Bowl 50. And the attempt was made to steal its soul because what? It was at Levi Stadium. Didn't we just talk about Levi? And what is San Francisco known for? The Golden Gate Bridge. So the ritual was to decapitate the Camite and use the energy as a bridge to go to what's called the 50th Gate of Understanding. Now, understand that that year was the 50th anniversary of the founding of the Black Panther Party. But I want you to understand something else that's equally as important. It was the 50th anniversary of the creation of the Star Trek uh, what's the word I want to look for? The Star Trek, uh, it's not trilogy, but the Star Trek phenomenon. It's founded in, it started in 1966. Okay? Now, I'm, I'm, I'm building up here. I want you to understand where I'm going with all this. I want you to see what's so important about this. In 1966, the Black Panther Party was started, right? Which is supposed to be for us. But at the same time, they're creating something called Star Trek. I want you to understand how this matrix works. They're giving you something way back then that seems militant and way out there. But it was that shit was all created 
to trap you in a certain paradigm. The real shit they were showing you on screen was Star Trek. That's where they were. They were looking 50 years down the road, and they were giving us a mindset that they were planning for us 50 years later to be still trying to reinvigorate that same fucking mindset from 50 years prior. Listen to me. Let me say this shit in a different way. I want to make sure this shit is completely understood. The same year that the Black Panther Party was founded, these motherfuckers created something called Star Trek. The ritual was this. They were looking to go into the cosmos and give you something to lock you on Earth. Fast forward 50 years. It's 2016. We're under the sign of Virgo, and Colin Kaepernick makes his first protest, August 26th. I want to tell you what's so deep about this shit. You go on Google this. You go on Google something called the Onam Festival, O-N-A-M. And guess what this is? It's a Hindu festival. And guess who is venerated at this festival? Lord Ganesh. Ganesh is a Hindu elephant head deity. And I could tell you a story about that, too. Look, let me say this. Let me sidebar. You need to be working with Ganesh and Lakshmi. I know these are old deities, and the, we could say the energies want. Look, Ganesh and Lakshmi, going into this fall season, Ganesh and Lakshmi. Ganesh has a a, a ceremony. Uh, the date changes. This past year, it was in the end of August, and it went over until the early part of September, 10-day festival. Um, in 2016, his festival started on, I think, September 4th. You can look it up, but it's called Onam. Ganesh is called the remover of obstacles. What is the main obstacle you have if you don't have a soul? <laughs> That's it. You don't have a fucking soul. That's your obstacle. They have this cat, Kaepernick, come out right before Onam, which is a celebration of Lord Ganesh. You have to study everything because they study everything. They are not local, and you should not be local. You got to broaden your horizons. You got to read comic books. Not just books. You need to fuck with the comic books. You need to fuck with the role-playing games. You need to be dealing with that Netflix. They put a lot of shit on there. You need to watch them children movies. You need to be looking in the places that are where you wouldn't expect to find knowledge. Look those places. That's where they put in everything now. So they have him right before this time. They have him come out, and he starts his protest first by sitting. All right? And they wanted to give you the image 
of Kaepernick as a Christ figure. We thinking we breaking some shit, you know, like I heard some cats online, you know, talking about, you know, Kaepernick as a Christ figure. No, no. That's what they wanted you to see. Understand this. Anything other than you as Christ, you've already fucked up. There's no such thing as no person as a Christ figure. Anytime someone appears as that, they have projected that. Any person outside of you or entity outside of you that becomes a god or Mahdi or Christ or whatever, game over. This shit was all planned and set up. You see, the Matrix is very smart. It'll give you whatever you want to feel to keep you locked in it. Whatever you want to feel, however the tides are moving, it will give you that just to keep you locked in. So, you know, we're so hashtag woke. Oh, everybody, we woke. We waking up. We woke. It's bullshit. I'm going to fall back on what these ancient texts say. These ancient texts say that in the end, these motherfuckers will be asleep. And I'm here to tell you, motherfuckers is still asleep. Don't you buy this bullshit about, oh, they're waking up. The guard's waking up. Bullshit. No, they ain't. Motherfuckers is asleep at the wheel. No, you are awake. Don't think because you are awake that these other, these motherfuckers may wake up and may fool you and talk about some shit for a minute, but they are not awake. There's only a few of us who are really, 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 people are excited about Colin Kaepernick because they still have the mindset of 1966. Understand when World War III began. It began in that era, between 64, 66, 68. That was the start of World War III because World War III was to be waged in the mind. It would be the silent war, the one, the, the one that you could not see. So now... People are still in that 1966 mindset of activism. When the order for the day is this, mind, magic, and manipulation of matter. That's the order of the day. Mind, magic, manipulation of matter, and rising of kundalini energy. Understand this as well. This whole thing is a ritual. And it is a game. And the game is to have us lose our heads thinking that the the masses are hashtag woke. Because simply, they've discovered that shit really does stink. Well, no shit, pun intended. Oh, they won't give Cap a job. They hate no cap. That's that's the that's the version of woke. That's what woke is. By not developing the eso meta occult mind, 
we are metaphorically sitting and kneeling while they are ritually standing or trying to stand. That was the whole thing of this Scott Scalis dude. He was the lame that could now walk. It's a Christ ritual. Quote, I'm definitely a living example that miracles really do happen. End quote. So what happened was in Super Bowl 50, they actually killed, they tried to, this was a ritual, to try to kill the real Christ. So you have Newton, Cam, the new Cam, the new Camelot, who wears the number one. They murdered him in that ritual. They come back the next year and have Super Bowl 51. And the ritual is now we're planting a new seed. That's why they have Lady Gaga supposedly plunge down into the stadium. The stadium is the womb, and she's the star seed impregnating the womb. Now, Scott Scalis is supposed to be an in-game version, or let's say a better way to say it is supposed to be the result of the planting of that of that seed. Because guess what? On October 6th of this year, guess how old Scott Scalis will be? 51 years old. The numbers don't lie. To coincide with Super Bowl 51. So then we can say that the ultimate ritual has been and always will remain for you to fight them for a better tomorrow. That's the ritual. Fight them for a better tomorrow. So we will give you a pseudo-Christ figure to encourage you to fight. Now listen, we got to have some common sense. Do you think that all of these people um, this first all of this backlash about this cat kneeling and sitting and people who join him and then all of a sudden there's an about face and Jerry Jones and these owners come out and everybody's kneeling with him solidarity locking arms and people think, you know, like they were talking at work and stuff, like, yeah, they, you know, they ain't want to mess up their money and da da da. And they thinking it's, this is real. That that that's what it really was. Oh, they ain't want to mess up their money. Not understanding that this is all orchestrated. And let me backtrack. Let's give you some more stuff. When Kaepernick started this whole thing, he's with what team? The 49ers. Remember, Super Bowl 50 was held in San Francisco, okay? He starts his protest in August playing for the 49ers. He's supposed to be the remover of obstacles, all right? He's wearing the scarlet and gold. That goes your Moorish 
aspect. That goes your the the, the more space. That goes your gold, as in the melanin, which is also melis or Kaneko. Connects in with Kanika Jenkins. All right. He's wearing the number seven. Number seven represents the seven archons created by the Demiurge, Aldabaoth. He is used to reinvigorate, to attempt to reinvigorate this dying or dead Demiurge, Aldabaoth. He's kneeling again. He is sacrificing himself to Aldabaoth. On the West Coast as well, Earlier this year, a few weeks ago, you had this cat named Olsen who's with USC. What are USC's colors? Scarlet and gold. This cat is blind. He's Aldabaoth. He goes out and long snaps for, uh, uh, we call it PAT or uh, point after the touchdown. And, uh, or it might have been a field goal either way. He wears the number 61. Six and one is seven. Ritual to Aldabaoth. The shit's all connected. It may not seem so like all this niggas are stretching because we got to go to work every day or we got to damn pay rent. And so we can't fathom that anybody can sit in a, a network. What's everybody talking about now? Global, global, global. So you don't think that they have a global network to do rituals? You're on a global fucking network to to get on the internet, on Facebook and shit, YouTube, your phone is global. You don't think a ritual can be global? And they all occur in the West. That is to trigger the whole Osirian ritual, coming up out of the West, out of Amenta. Now, I want you to look up something called a 49th vibration. 49th vibration. And I'm just going to give you the Reader's Digest version. 49th vibration is talking about the different um, aspects of sound. Let me pull it up. 49 octaves, okay, of sound and light. Light is actually sound. Okay, so um, octaves one through four is called intrasound. Octaves five through fourteen is called sound. Five through nineteen ultrasound. Twenty through forty-four hypersound. Forty-five through forty-eight heat, and the forty-ninth vibration is light. Now this directly correlates to what Richard King, Doctor Richard King, talked about inner ear melanin because the melanin has the ability to go beyond the 49th vibration because guess what is beyond the 49th vibration of light? Atomic. Atomic power. The original template for atomic power is melanin. That's why you get, uh, what's his name, William Henry. Uh, I got his book. Find this shit. Yeah, William Henry, his book, The Atomic Christ. He'll show you in that book 
the same structure that you see as the Kaaba stone or the Kaaba in Mecca, black cube, cube of Saturn, they use that same technology using graphite to form the template for the atomic bomb. Basically, they created uh, a template of melanin and its hidden powers to create a bomb. So what goes beyond the 49th vibration, the atomic powers, or to put it in more mystical terms, illumination. Illumination is the most powerful weapon on the planet. In the cosmos. So he's a 49er. And he opens the way. He removes the obstacle for the 49ers to go to the to the 50th gate of understanding. The problem with this whole situation is that we're not thinking quantum. We've talked about Michael Talbot's holographic universe. You know, we've got books by Fred Allen Wolf. you know, books like Parallel Universes, and what's another one I got here? Uh, he's got a book called Mind in Matter. We've been exposed to all this knowledge, but we still forget these things in certain situations and we get caught in the matrix. We've studied all this information and we've reinforced ancient texts say that this is an illusion. Yet we get snatched into it. The, listen, the matrix has gone big data. This is called the fourth industrial revolution it's the era of artificial intelligence and artificial reality. It's the era of chaos physics, 3D, 4D printing, sophisticated cloning. And we think we're doing something by kneeling, still in 1966. Instead of sit-ins, we're doing kneelings. Only one weapon that works against the matrix, and that is Kundalini. The only thing that the matrix respects and fears is Kundalini. Fire. Trump, when he was elected, he said, I'm going to bring this country back together. I'm going to heal the divisions. We were not paying attention. He was speaking in very occulted terms. He introduced the Hegelian dialectic strategy, and it's being played out right now. They're spoon-feeding you dualism, race. They're feeding you race, race, race. This side of the room, that side of the room to maintain their reality. How do you bring something together? You find and you highlight the polarities. 
And this is how the matrix renews itself. It finds polarities, highlights them, and throws them together in its own little laboratory, its own little experimental stew. When in reality, what you have to do is work to collide the polarities in you, and you set off your own atomic reaction spiritually, mentally. But see, the matrix wants you to participate in its Hegelian dialectic, where it sets up the polarities, and it chooses how they're going to collide or clash and collide. When you are supposed to be the master of the cosmos and you're supposed to be setting up how this will collide in you. And that collision is the rising and the illumination of your own light, kundalini energy. Phone lines are open. Five six three nine 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 three seven three eight. Masters of the cosmos, Brother Jamal, here on First World Order Radio. Illuminate minds, breaking the cycles of time. Press one if you got a question or if you got something to say. I'm going to have to take a brief pause here. Go out here and get the, y'all know it's about that time for the young lion. To make his entrance. Press one if you got anything on your mind. While I go out here, this is just a this is just a reminder of just what the game is. It is it it is just as intricate as I have laid it out, actually. More. It's, instead of me being uh, me stretching, uh, it's actually more to it than I can even express in this little brief time we got together. Do not discount. Um, how hard certain factions are working. I'm talking about working overtime. To do what? Just to distract us and uh, render our attention to be uh, held hostage in certain areas. There's only one thing that is Fear, that's your mind. And your mind is that kundalini fire. Risen. So um, sometimes people ask, well, 
how you come to these conclusions and so forth? How do we read these symbols and we see all this? There are ways to learn how to read uh, symbols on an analytical standpoint. But a lot of it is just being creative and just seeing beyond the visible matrix. This is one thing we're going to deal with in our, in our class. This is October 13th. Go to mastersofthecosmos.com to sign up. Is learning how to evaluate symbols. I always like to borrow this quote from Booker T. Coleman. He said, a picture is worth a thousand words. But a symbol is worth a thousand pictures. That's how powerful a symbol is. A symbol is um, walks light but carries a big stick. It unfolds and uh, and continues to unfold. So uh, a lot of things we see is speaking to. It's speaking from a symbolic nature, and we get bogged down in the muck and the dirt of the mundane. And therefore, we miss the whole deeper esoteric symbolism that is attached. So this this little exercise tonight was just to just to lay out some things, just to remind us that, yes, it is. You know, you see things like, okay, this movie is named It. The character is Pennywise. Wise one. And then you go and look up and find a word, Jad, and Jad means ten, and, and Jad coincides with the word It. It's like, and you're like, well, damn. We, we we don't have to even argue anymore about, oh, are we just grasping for straws? Are we just, you know, getting caught up in the fantasy world? No, it's real. So if y'all ain't got nothing, no questions, we're going to wrap this thing up. And it's quicker than I thought I would. Make sure you get over to DrAleenLBay.com. Support the movement, the movement of illumination. Make sure you get over to MastersOfTheCosmos.com. Become a, if you want to be a novice, you can become an inner sanctum member. If you want to go on and Get deeper, you can become an adept member. Stay tuned. Make sure you go ahead and uh, get your spot in the in the upcoming class, October 13th, Dream Decoding 101. You can also go and find me on YouTube under the Gnosis. Subscribe, like, share. You know all that little corny shit. Subscribe, like, share. But I really do want you to do that. It just sounds corny to say it. 
But seriously, I want to thank everybody for listening as always. Thank all you scientists out there. Thank everybody, you know, for sending all this information. I know I could not treat it properly, you know, um, but, you know, this is just a little brief time we got here. But we try to touch and highlight things, uh, keep it moving. So we got somebody here with the hand up. We'll take this real quick before we get out of here. All right, 410. Got your line open. Hey, what's going on, bro? How, how you doing tonight? Peace, peace. What's happening with you? Uh, not much. Um, first time caller, I guess. Uh, long time listening with, with uh, you and uh, brother Eileen Bay. But um, I, I just caught I just caught the the, uh, the ending part of the um, the show and uh, you know. Um, you know, since we we gotta kind of maneuver in this this matrix, you know, still keep one eye on the social aspect and you know, other eyes on the um, etheric spiritual perspective. And um, yeah, with, with this this whole uh, NFL or. or um, Football, as some people call it. Uh, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, don't you kneel for a king? Exactly. You know, you show reverence to a king when you kneel. Exactly. And um, you know, I think that's uh, you even had George Washington uh, kneeling the. Uh, certain kings in uh, the portraits, but um, and I find it interesting that it, you know a lot of these psyops. That um, if a person was paying attention, the whole Colin Kaepernick, the whole thing kind of came along when the whole uh, flat Earth movement was coming around. And, and you know, like you just mentioned about reaching, you know, it, it could be a reach. I don't know, but I, I, I kind of find the word Colin Kaepernick similar to Copernicus, and he was mm-hmm. the one that that threw around uh, the whole geocentric uh, Earth um, position in front of heliocentric. So, you know, I just I just find that kind of interesting that coincide with that, but. And uh, something else that you touched on about this this whole uh, dichotomization of of um, you know they they always making us look at one hand you know look at the right hand while I'm doing something with the left hand and right, but I, right. I, I but I, I seen this this was kind of you know it kind of had my heart a little dampened because I seen that in the so-called conscious community you know. Um, with these uh, master debaters, remember back in 2000? Oh. And, and, yeah, yeah, I had to go there, bro. These, these master debaters that can't come to a conclusion. So they, they right. um, 
in 2011, I think that's when it, it really kind of, you know, it kind of rocketed. Yeah, ignorant. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and and I did a little, you know, little uh, little little Cosmo checkup, and I was like, oh, okay. Um, mm-hmm. Mars was Mars was going into uh, Sagittarius, you know, uh, philosophy and and uh, church, what have you, and um, you know, he had a little bit of a uh, right to travel, you know, the niggas was going crazy with the uh, with the law and everything, which they should be. Um, I just find that uh, you know sometimes the 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 cosmos is orchestrating these things or the matrix as you said. And uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but but yeah, I mean that that's yeah. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, those are, those are good points. You know, it's uh, I uh, I am uh, I'm just gonna just 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 say it just straight up. I am tired of the the energy of I want to challenge you on what I know. You know, I'm trying to encourage those who have come across some knowledge to stop approaching it from the aspect of, I'm ready for you niggas if you want to challenge me, you know, uh, because that that energy there, this this idea, let me, let me give you an example. Let's just take... There's a movement of people who are uh, the Aboriginal American movement, and these there's a group of these cats who got videos on YouTube and they they made mockery of John Henry Clark. They they I saw a video this was years ago. They tried to make him out to be a monkey, you know, and things okay. of this nature, because they say he was part of a you know uh, boule consortium to try to trick. Black folk into thinking they come from Africa. Then you got mm-hmm. the African movement, you know, the Pan African thing. Who is, oh, you fools don't want to align with your African heritage. Then they say you got the Moorish movement, who says, um, no, we're from here. And the whole slavery thing was 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 made up. I heard of broadcasts where Ron March, I think that's his name, who identifies as a Moor, was on a show with some guys who fashioned themselves as we're Aboriginal. And they they baited him to come on there, and it was just a bait to get him in there to jump on him about the whole Moorish law aspect. Now, I'm thinking, that, hold on, hold on now. If we want to use the word COINTELPRO, Mm-hmm. The real Cointel Pro these days is you got to choose which side you on. Now, I'm a I'm a nigga who studies just like anybody else can. And what I found in my studies is that everywhere you can find fertile earth, we are there. We're in Africa, we're in Asia, we're in the Americas, we're in all of the adjoining islands. They said uh, man first stood up where the god Hopi dwells. Well, you got the same mythology 
in Africa, same one appears in America. So this is my thing. The and this is the matrix working again. The matrix says you gotta always choose a this or a that. Either or plus minus dark light. When the true mm-hmm. science is that everything is everything. But see, if I take that stance, then I can't I gotta have somebody to fight against and this comes down to finances. I got to prove that this other group ain't about shit so that I can prove that I am the shit so that you can damn come and spend more money with me. Because if we ever just sit down and really, we're supposed to be about all of this, you know, coming together. Well, if we ever really did, then there's a fear amongst certain people that that's going to cut into my income. Because one of the greatest hustles is the black struggle. White, the whole concept of white supremacy, for example, has become a fucking hustle. Let's just keep it real. How many damn different ways can we talk about white supremacy, white supremacy? It's a hustle. For a lot of people, <laughs> if, that was, if you ain't had no more shit to talk about, no damn white supremacy, a lot of motherfuckers would be out of business. Because they ain't got no science to talk about. I'm banging on the base. If they ain't have that to talk about, they don't really have no... See, this stuff we're discussing, this this shit is about talking about us. It's talking about developing your own energy, regardless of whatever else is going on in the mundane world. This is the highest order of the cosmos, is self-mastery, is to develop your own life. Whether so-called white supremacy exists or not. So you kind of started some shit there when you brought that up. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um. Yeah, bro. I, I hear you, man. I mean, how many, how many hidden, um, hidden pigmentation uh, flicks are we gonna see? You know, <laughs> I just, just say that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, don't, don't, don't get me wrong, though, man. I mean, I learned a lot. A lot from these uh, debates coming up, you know, um, you know, because you you hear you hear thoughts get pinged off of each other, you know. Uh, oh, right. Because, but just right. just like brother, yeah, just like brother Panic was saying. I remember a throwback brother Panic was saying, um, like he ain't gonna lie, you know, you you listen to one nigga, and you like, like damn, he he sound right. Then you listen to the other dude, you're like, well, shoot, he sound right too. <laughs> <laughs> so you. You know, it's like you 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 flipping back and forth to who's your superhero, who, who's your hero, who, who's your um, who who aligns best with your ego, and um, right, you, you know, like I appreciate you know the, the translation of the the Matthew Nature and and you know the history of Islam and. Um, you know, um, anchor right, all that. You know, it, it's is 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 needed. You know, I, I, me and my um my cousin was just having a a conversation about this, and and what I'm just saying is that the history is is entangled with the culture. 
So yes, to a certain point, yes, we we got to tell our story, you know. So so niggas won't be walking around with their pants sagging as much as much as you know as possible. And and um, you know, we respecting our family because you know that's the, that's the government. But you know, at what point do I I get off of of um, you know, with with um, Ivan Van Surman taught. Peace be upon them, and you know when we get to the mind magic and you know the the deep depths of reality, you know other worlds right. and stuff like that. Right. So I mean, that's all. I, that's all I exactly. Can throw it. Well, bro, you did on it. You know, it, it, I'm I'm glad you brought that up because that needed to be that needed to be because. To be spoken on because this broadcast will go up on Dr. Eileen's YouTube page, and that needed to be <laughs> that needed to be addressed. You know, it's uh it's time to separate the fakers from the shakers. You know, um, or the movers from the from the uh, whatever fakers from the shakers or the monks from the chumps. And um, we got to stop trying to go back to something and boldly go where no mind has gone before. That should be the order of the day. To boldly go, like I say, we got to go back to Star Trek. They was telling it. They, they, was, they were laying out their manifesto for what they were going to attempt to do, you know, to boldly go where no man has gone before. Well, we... we who would be better suited to do that than the great old ones? To boldly go where no mind has gone before. You know, that's 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 the order of the day. And all the other shit is nothing but distractions. You know, flat earth versus round earth. That's why I brought up uh um Michael Talbot. If all of this is a hologram, mm-hmm. then why are we spending so much time debating over whether the Earth is flat or round? Because the ultimate reality, the ultimate reality is this. Okay, look, let's 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 go here. Let's just let's just roll with the. Let's go to the Bhagavad Gita. All right, and. Let's read something. Now, I want. I, I, I just see this is the spirit. This we need to need to discuss this. I always talk about the Bhagavad Gita. I'm going to read something out of it. Actually, now this this particular drama is going on with Ar- Arjuna, and Arjuna is in communion with Krishna. Now, Krishna represents. The higher aspect of Arjuna. He is Arjuna's higher divine self. Okay. So it says, O Lord of Lords, so fierce of form, please tell me who you are. I offer my obeisances unto you. Please be gracious to me. You are the primal Lord. I want to know about you, for I do not know what your mission is. The Supreme Personality of Godhead said, This time, he says, Time I am. The great destroyer of the worlds. I have come here to destroy 
all people. With the exception of you, the Pandavas, all the soldiers here on both sides will be slain. Now, this is why I think it's very important we have to hear. All the soldiers here on both sides will be slain. We got to understand what is that really saying? It is saying that no matter what side you think you're on, the ultimate reality is to destroy it all. And that's what a lot of us can accept, and a lot of people don't want to get out here and teach that because it ain't necessarily lucrative to line your pockets to tell motherfuckers that the ultimate goal is destruction. But if we want to talk about we masters and this and that, well, this is what shit really comes down to. Now, I heard all the people, I heard Brother Bobby talk about the Upanishads and and, and talk about uh, the Vishnu Puranas. It's the, but what you got to do is you got to go and read them for yourself, and you'll see what he was really saying. This shit is off the chain. You go and read the Kafka Upanishads, you go and read, get into the Bhagavad Gita, you go and get the Mahabharata and start reading the shit, you start reading some Sufi texts, all of them are saying the same exact thing. There's only one reality. Both sides must go. Nothing must be left. The only thing that can be left is the only thing that is real, and that's the soul. Don't nobody want to talk about this shit. All we're trying to figure out is how to set up some economic plan. That's cool. As my homies say, take a smooth Cadillac ride up out of here. But we still need to keep our mind focused on getting up out of this. As my other homies say, the greater. So it says, although Arjuna knew that Krishna was his friend and the supreme personality of Godhead, he was puzzled by the various forms exhibited by Krishna. Therefore, he asked further about the actual mission of this devastating force. It is written in the Vedas that the supreme truth, uh-oh, uh-oh, y'all got to hear this. It is written in the Vedas that the supreme truth destroys everything, even the Brahmanas. Eventually, all the Brahmanas, Kasatriyas and everyone else are devoured like a meal by the Supreme. This form of the Supreme Lord is the all-devouring giant, and here Krishna presents himself in that form of all-devouring time, except for a few. You niggas are the few. A few good men and women. Except for a few Pandavas, everyone who was present on that battlefield would be devoured by him. Arjuna was not in favor of the fight, and all, and he thought it was better not to fight. Then there would be no frustration. In reply, the Lord is saying that even if he did not fight, every one of them would be destroyed, for that was his plan. If Arjuna stopped fighting, they would die in another way. Death could not be checked, even if he did not fight. In fact, they were already dead. These niggas are already dead. 
Right. Have you heard and, and Bobby Hammond talk it, about that? Yeah, and that's the that's before the battlefield of uh, Arjuna or or uh, or because um, it's been a minute uh, or is that during it? It's before and during. He's saying they already did. What he's saying is that the world you're in is nothing but death. It's not some more, and I need to clarify this. It's not a morbid thing saying. You know, because I don't want nobody thinking Jamal on that saying commit suicide or this, or this <laughs> just die, nigga, die. Like that old uh, ghetto boy. Die, nigga. You know, no, it's saying that the world we think is life, we are living in death right now. That's what it's saying. They're already dead. So that's whether you're going to fight or not, this shit is going to happen. Krishna is the divine chrism or the, the reality of illumination. So it's saying it can't do anything but destroy because illumination is fire. Fire must consume or else it ain't fire. If it ain't consuming, then it ain't, it ain't burning. It says time is destruction and all manifestations are to be vanquished by the desire of the Supreme Lord. Which is the law of nature Heavy shit Heavy shit And if you're going to say that you're going to tell the truth Tell the whole goddamn truth The way it is And let me say another thing Before I get off of here I'm tired of hearing people talking about You don't need to read no books I heard a dude Say you don't need to read no books, but buy my book. Mm-hmm. This cat is, is he's sitting out in a park with his homeboys talking. And he says, you don't need to be following no people on YouTube while he's doing a video on YouTube. You don't need to be following no teachers. And I mean, I, maybe I, and I can could, I could, I could give him a, a, a benefit of the doubt and say, He's saying don't follow. He's saying you can utilize. Okay, so I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt on that. But he's talking about you don't need to read no books. Like, nigga, you got a book for sale. How are we going to be metaphysical and this and that and talk about we the gods and this and that and going to tell people a book will confuse you? Ain't no shit going to fucking confuse you unless you're a confused motherfucker. How are you going to tell people they got the mind of God and they can figure out stuff and they're going to tell them, oh, something's going to confuse you. If your mind taps into its illuminated fields, you're going to be able to separate the wheat from the tear. But see, you got to recognize gain. Somebody's going to tell you, don't read, but buy my book. I'm telling you, you use every modality available to you. Now, don't think that you can just sit and read and that's going to do everything. You've got to have learned uh, 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 a practical knowledge and applied knowledge. Learning through experience. Learning through hands-on field work. So when a brother sent me a damn comic book, 
that comic book, just on the back of the comic book, the description, the shit is, that's some damn PhD shit just on the back of the thing. They done taken world mythologies and compiled them into this story. And you think a comic book is a joke. You think mm-hmm. a role-playing game is a joke. You think a, a Johnny Test on Netflix. You need to get on Netflix and watch them Johnny Test cartoons. Them shits is deep, laying out all types of shit, real shit. New World, you want to talk about New World Order, Illuminati shit, watch Johnny Test cartoons. And, and I, you I don't search mean to cut everywhere. You. Go ahead. My bad, bro, because I know it's getting late. I didn't mean to cut your wisdom, but um, Yu-Gi-Oh, remember that? Yes, sir. Oh, oh the, Christmas. The brother Christmas. That's his shit. Yeah, the, yo, Dave was talking about the the, uh, the Hydron Collider on Yu-Gi-Oh, going in a different dimension. In, in, uh, what was it? Yu-Gi-Oh, um, the Dark Dimension or something like that, the, the uh, subtitle of the movie? Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's the fifth greatest? Tell me, and we we we're around here debating about, you know, can something be read or deciphered and all this shit and this bullshit. You know, is Nike's better than Reeboks? Bullshit. Who got the most subscribers and shit? You know, bullshit. And they're putting out all the real things. Yeah, man, they, 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 so many steps ahead, man. And like you said, in the 1960s, in fact, Star Trek, um, uh, they were talking about the, um, the Hydron Collider with the, um, the predictor programming of, uh, uh the way CERN looked, that, that, that whole, um, cylindrical, uh, hallway look that, you know, like the Twilight Zone, mm-hmm. that, that little swirly. Yeah, it's all predictive programming, but um, it, it's 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 hard to distinguish because you know you you know you got your psyopses like your uh, you know your Mandela effect. I'm not I'm not saying that that's that stuff is not possible, but just the way that they you know they throw the bone at us and they they give us a portion of the truth, but you know why are you debating over if the Bernstein bears had an I in it or an E in it. You, you know, why is it? <laughs> I'm telling you. Why is it like <laughs> chicken filet or, or chick filet? Give a fuck, man. It, you you talk about stuff that's um, is steeped in cryptonesia. That's that's, a, that's another word right. to look up. Crypt, cryptonesia. Um, you damn near. Yeah, crypto. Yeah, it's forgetful memory, but you thinking it's your own memory, but it's just a, uh, it's just a memory just forgotten. But, but yeah, man, um, you know I, I ain't got too much else, and uh, you know uh, we're just trying to get out this age of Kali Yuga, you know, uh, so then we can move on to a, a a time and space where we don't necessarily have to read so much if, if that's what some of the brothers are saying, and and we'd be more on the um. You know, an a empathic type of communication more naturally. It, it won't be 
uh, something you got to strive so hard for. But now we we got to do it through devotion. But uh, if I, if I read right, when we get into um, right, when we get outside of Kali U, it it'll be more more fluid and uh, man, these these jokers they got you know folks is listening. Look up um, Sophia. Sophia, I was looking at the uh, the AI, the artificial intelligence. <laughs> artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was a little joke. You know, they was talking about um, destroying humanity. You know, the two two robots was having a conversation about um, taking over the world. You know, ha ha, funny, funny. But mm-hmm. what was kind of what was kind of eerie about it was um, the robots. Their, their so-called intelligence was based off of the cloud. So the more interactions they have, the the more uh, more gifted they are with their their programming, their algorithms. So mm-hmm. so they they had this they had the computer they had the um the android in a car, and you know. They was having conversations with with Sophia, like like asking, and, and you know you could tell if it's something like a promo or, or a little commercial or whatever. You know, it's it's pre-programmed. No, nah, it's a full-blown conversation, like you know, asking about um what they think about traffic and um you know if they if they think that uh, automation and cars is safe and, and stuff like that and. Man. Go go on Netflix and look at the movie uh, Uncanny. U N C A N N Y. Uncanny. Go on YouTube and look up World Economic Forum. World Economic Forum is going to lay out real time Illuminati discussion on. This whole globalization thing And globalization is all about Augmented reality Artificial intelligence Fourth industrial revolution 4D printing All on the same lines So this is You know this is real time uh, uh, um, Blueprint of the matrix Response to, um, like I said, it's great fear, which is kundalini. It needs to subdue, and like you said, cryptonesia. It needs, it needs, it needs to destroy, um, basically the mind. And this is this is Osiris. What they are, what they are attacking is the hippocampus. The hippocampus is a part of the limbic system, which is long-term memory. And that's why you see uh, Muhammad in the Quran rides the uh, white horse on the peaceful journey. I think mm-hmm. it's from Mecca. It's either Mecca or Medina to heaven. Well, that's talking about the hippocampus. Now, what they're doing, white horse. They, they're predicting the white horse, Pegasus. They're predicting that in that in by 2050, uh, Alzheimer's will uh, I don't know if they said triple, and they're then so when they give you a forecast, that is they're they're actually laying out their plan to enhance 
Alzheimer's. And that is a direct attack on the hippocampus. And with that term you, you, you gave, you know, uh, cryptonesia would fall right into into uh, same, uh, same lane with that. And it is to attack, you know, the memory. Because when you attack the memory, you are actually attacking what? The Akashic Records. Cutting off access. So, it's deep. But uh, I got I to gotta get off here, man. I, I, I appreciate you calling in, brother. And, and you know, really the people going to trip out on YouTube because they always spaz out about the callers because y'all be... Every week is somebody calling, be dropping. So I guess it's your turn this week. Uh, hopefully, hopefully you'll 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 be able to tune in next week. We'll we'll go in again and kick it around on some more God shit. Uh, but uh, appreciate you, appreciate everybody uh, listening in this this week or tonight to the broadcast. And um, shit, as always, just going to leave y'all with our parting words. You know, stay down till you get up. And when y'all get up, remember to stay down. Brother Jamal, Master of the Cosmos, on First World Order Radio. Peace. And this is the way the collective life experiences. The way in which education is put upon not just African people, but all people. Its purpose is to control and to contain in a box. And if you ever step out that box, you will then see a world that is outside the box. As my pen inks, my mind speaks divine bloodlines, abstract concepts, metaphors, and simplistic sublimes. My delivery's okay, but my writing's another time. Zone of its own like honeycombs and armies inside. Of my mind, I think it right, it kick it, then go and hide. In the furrows and the jungles of Jamal's hidden eye. Caught you staring, maybe glaring, still I will not comply. With the status quo, it's freedom, bro, that I hold on high. Hip-hop, holy scripture writers always collide. With the masses who wear glasses, block envisioned inside. If offer classes with the passes, mean that I'm verified. Conversely, would a failure guarantee that I'm vilified? Choose to reside, yes, I just write Jamal outside. County lines for the city limits, games that give me cluttering time. As fast as camera flashes, yes, I read the symbols and signs. The birds and the vines, the bees and trees, they all intertwine. I live outside the box when my system knocks something abstract. Let my mind think before my eye blinks. Watch my dirty soul, don't let it sink. I stand naked in me. I live outside the box when my system knocks. Something abstract, let my mind think before my eye blinks. Watch my dirty soul, don't let it sink. I stand naked as me. You sit with your hands on fit the mitt, you're on too long for the outfit. And you come with no permits to certify that you're legit. Face the perils of the pits and the fists of pessimists who suggest that you should quit. Get a job and shovel shit, buy some dope and try to pitch. You got the fever for the flavor, but the flavor leaves an itch. And until you scratch the bitch, as a slave, you be as pig. Now take a step into this ditch that you dug. Can you dig? We're adults. No longer kids for mistakes, just consequence and hesitance. Cause when's the lens that's been sold by foes and friends, love for teachers, preachers, kin. Like pissing in the wind if you don't start over again and change your thinking. This lesson is about your perception. 
Your mind is the ultimate weapon. False reality is the ultimate deception. One, two, mic check it. We break it in a given second. I live outside the box when my system knocks. Something abstract. Let my mind think before my eye blinks. Watch my dirty soul. Don't let it sink. I stand naked as me. I live outside the box when my system knocks. Something abstract. Let my mind think before my eye blinks. Watch my dirty soul. Don't let it sink. I stand naked as me. Three in the midst of this reality. Refuse to be a casualty. So casually, my mind patrols the galaxy where atoms be colliding with themselves and splitting constantly. Explosion and destruction is the birth of creativity. I'm crazy, see, maybe what you think of me Well, I agree, it takes a little lunacy To see outside the fantasy Imagine we remove the canopies, caps and coverings Exposing the true piano keys And play these melodies The people would be pissing levy penalties On enemies and government officials Would be running for the hills And plead the tyranny that you inflict With flip car reciprocity You follow me, hands up in the air And raise them hurriedly, ferociously Emotions be the captain's soul So let them sink a herd, no blur Vision 2020 people, planet surfing Mega hurt and free you feeling me, you feeling me, you feeling me, you feeling me.